Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Dodger Dudes Show with former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and his Sandlot buddy Josh the Duker Luke. The Dodger Dudes talk Dodger baseball, Sandlot stories from their youth, and share what it's going to take for the Blue Crew to win the World Series. Don't forget to answer our weekly poll question and fan poll on Twitter and Facebook. The Dodger Dudes Show is part of the Believe Sports Network online at BLEAV.com. The Dodger Dudes believe in the Dodgers. Do you believe? Welcome back to the Dodger Dudes with your co-host Josh Luke and former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko on the Believe Podcast Network. The Dodgers are now up two games to one. They got another game at 340 Monday afternoon, and we're expecting to see Max Scherzer for the second day in a row, I might say. So, Brett, what did you think about that game, man? It was five innings and nail-biting, and then everything changed. Man, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling too good about it in the first couple innings. Uh, didn't look good for the Dodgers, uh, but... You know, like we were talking about a little bit uh, before this, they, you know, there was no reason to panic. It, it was early in the game. I think, I think it's just natural for people to, with the backs against the wall, to start panicking a little bit. But the Dodgers sure didn't panic and, and really, really stayed focused and middle of the game turned it on and, and kind of blew it open. But it was, it was good to see. I think, you know, uh, my brother it texted us and said, you know, it was a must win for the Dodgers, uh, and and we both Once agree with saw that. that Sanchez was was pitching. And not well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we all thought Scherzer was pitching for some reason, and then when we saw Sanchez, because if you don't beat Sanchez and you go into, you know, you have to win two games against um, Scherzer and Strasburg, that's a that's a tall tale to or tall task to have to do. And Sanchez was nasty, man. He was oh, yeah, he was, nasty. I was so excited when they pulled him out. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. he was. He was good. I mean, they pulled him out and put Corbin in, which, which you know, at the beginning didn't seem, didn't seem too good for the Dodgers because they didn't really do much against them the first game. So, you know, it all worked out in the end. But, you know, it got a little dicey. You know, we can talk about it a little bit. You know, so, but, you know. so my guy Max Muncy gets us halfway home with the home run, just an absolute bomb. And actually, it was interesting because he didn't bat flip, and and for him, it, it's unusual. Because he crushed that, but it was if he still he still had an ounce of doubt. At least that's that playoff game, right, where we need a run so bad. And then uh, what I thought was really big, and I texted you this: Bellinger's double to go two for four. So the reporters aren't going to be asking him about going over the series anymore. I'm just hoping he shows up. Uh, not that we know what his mindset was, but I'm just hoping he can ride that confidence in today. I mean, what do you think about Belly getting two hits yesterday? Well, I think it was imperative for his confidence to to get that hit that to start that inning. I mean, then he got two hits in that inning, which is yeah, which was great. Inning. But you know, it, the at bat was you're talking about lefty on lefty, um, got to two strikes, didn't look good, especially with Corbin with the out pitch that he has. Um, you know, not a lot of guys square that slider up only about 50% of them. So to go down and they, they go down in the zone and get that pitch and, and get that base hit had to be huge. And you know that inning, that inning, it started the inning off and, and it gave you a ray of hope. And then, I mean, the rest of the inning, the guys battled uh, at, at one point, every single hit, um, was a two strike hit and, and to do that and, and to be patient and have those at bats to not chase pitches. I mean, Ru Russell Martin's at bat was amazing. For a guy that hasn't hasn't done much in the playoffs, three hits I think in his in, in his career in the playoffs, and you know not playing a whole lot to be able to 
to not swing at pitches, especially a, a two-strike pitch up in the zone laid off it, which enabled him to get a hanging hanging slider and crush it. I mean, that was that at bat, right? To me, to me, maybe you know when we look back on this, hopefully at the end of you know the playoffs could be the biggest at bat of of you know maybe Dodger history. Yeah, you know that. And that's that's a that's a t- that's a tall thing to say, but that could be one of the most important. But we get and Dodger history for our generation, man. If you're five years younger than us, you don't remember any Dodger history because it's been since 1988. So, so let's let's take that. And because if that if that that bat doesn't happen, Josh, I nothing. Mean, it's a whole yeah. it's a whole different ball game. They yeah. I, they they probably lose the game or yeah. or have a, a more of a chance to lose that game because they're down. The they're depleted. They're you know. They're definitely deflated after that inning, having a chance. So that game could have went anyway. And then if the Dodgers go down two to one and have to face Scherzer and Strasburg, you know, it, it wouldn't be a good That's situation tough. for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Kike's big hit, you can't say enough about that. And I just had a gut feel when JT got up, it was as if it was the pressure was so much on all of a sudden on Washington. But, you know, one of the stats that jumped out at me as I watched yesterday was, 10 of his four. I mean, this is awesome. And you and I joked the other day that, that it's, it always amazes me how guys will take a few more million bucks or just a million bucks more to go somewhere else when, when their playoff share could be and their playoff share in a few appearances. If they win the world series could be half that. So I uh, heard if they won the world series. They'll make money for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Which, for right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. As I'm saying, like you don't underestimate that stuff. And some of the veterans seem to get that. But the comment that I heard, Russell Martin's been to the playoffs 10 out of his 14 yeah. years. And he's never been to the world series though. That, that, you know, I heard that too. That that's a crazy stat, you know, and, and he's fortunate. I mean, most guys, there's some guys that never get to the playoffs. So, you know, get, making the World Series is a tough thing. I think, yeah. you know, the last couple of years, the Dodgers uh, fans have been kind of, you know, jaded by the fact it's not that easy. Yeah. You know, you get into the playoffs and you see in the five-game series, it can go either way with one swing of the bat. So for the Dodgers to do it the last two years is, is you know, a monumental task. So, you know, they still have a lot to work, work to do this rest of the uh, postseason, but – you know they put their they put themselves in a good situation. I mean they still got to beat two of the best in the game uh, at least one time. But I like I like I like <laughs> I like it better than being down uh, a game for sure for sure. And so David Freeze, I mean you can't say enough about this guy. Big hits, timely hits. In fact, I think I said before the game yesterday in our text, I said I, I need a timely hit from Russell Mart today. Yeah, I'm you did, you did, and that kind it. of was like, yeah, I don't know about <laughs> Russ getting a, a hit today, but. I, you know, and this, this raises the question, Josh, that I was thinking about who catches today. Do, do you put Russell back out there having that big game to catch Rich Hill or, or do you give it back to Smith? I yeah, mean, I my, thought that was an interesting question too. I thought about that. You know, I, my gut is to say you ride the hot hand. I mean, Russell's coming off of one of the best games of his career in terms of the timely hitting and the, the home run at the end. You know, running back out there. I I, I don't have his his Even numbers. If you get one more day out of that man. Even if you can just get one more day of that type of hit and get a couple knocks. That's but I mean, Smith mean. hasn't done a whole lot, and 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 you're not losing a ton with Russell. I mean, Russell's gonna. He's he's a player. I mean, he's been around. He's a veteran guy. He obviously just showed that he still can swing it and still can catch up to a a, a good heater. So, you know, it might be something, Doc. You know, maybe I'll do a little. Little texting back and forth, see what <laughs> see what 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 he's thinking. I should have done that before we got on, but um, yeah, you know, I my gut would be say throw Martin out there again. So if he's your if he's your eight hitter, 
um, we're talking about a um, lot of lot of banter, and of course, banter has nothing to do with what Doc and the GM are talking about. <laughs> but about about Pollock, uh, is he going to get the start? Hasn't got a hit, and, and to be honest, uh, hasn't looked good at all. Chasing, he's pulling. I, I texted you. I'm not even a baseball guy. Well, this guy is is his head's in the dugout on every pitch, and he's had some big moments this year. So what do we got to do to get him back on track? And you think he gets a day off today? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's an iffy question, just for the fact that you're taking a, a gold glover out of, out of the outfield. And that's that's a big thing when it comes down to, you know, we talk about pitching and defense. Um, you know, you hope whoever's around him and there's enough firepower around him that you can maybe hide him in the batting order. I, I say hide in terms of, you know, not worry that, you know, his at-bats are going to be crucial at-bats. Um, I mean, every, every at-bat's probably crucial in the playoffs. But, you know, you take a, a good glove out of the outfield. And that, that's what I worry about. Um, you know, you hope, you hope he just figures it out, kind of like Bellinger figured it out and has a hit yeah. and gets, gets a little bit of confidence. You know, it's only three games. If a guy during the regular season, you know, for three games struggles, you know, there's not a lot of panic. You probably could give him a day off, you know, during the season. But it's one of those things i don't i don't think i don't think they they should take him out just for the fact of his defense yeah it's a tall order to get healthy against max Scherzer. yeah i know <laughs> and it's not like he's facing anybody better so you may put you may put uh Beatty in there and take an 0 for three too so you know it's it's going to be a gut thing uh, i would i would leave him in for his defense okay hey i need your expertise on this and i didn't cue you up beforehand but but you know i was texting you going why is joe kelly throwing all off speed crap i mean he, and he was just missing so it wasn't an awful i don't know about just missing he spiked some like th- yeah there was a couple of he was way off but there was he was painting and just missing on a lot but but then he threw a fastball and, and the guys couldn't couldn't touch it so what was going on like and he just kept walking guys i don't know that i mean as a as a as a pitcher with a huge lead like that, you you need to attack the strike zone. Make them you beat know? you, right? Yeah, <laughs> don't walk. I mean, walks are the worst thing that can happen, when, when, especially when you're ahead in the game and you're a reliever. The last thing you want to do is start walking people, and get them, giving them free bases. But he was he was, I mean, all over the place. I don't. He spiked like four pitches that weren't even close. Where I text you, I'm like, I don't think I've ever thrown a ball five yeah. feet in front of the plate ever. <laughs> and, and you know, it was like cricket. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that the Dodgers have to look and go. Gosh, I I hope that was just one of those bad blips that he was sitting down in the bullpen for you know twenty five thirty minutes. I mean that inning alone took almost an hour. Yeah, I remember and, I told you that. Well, he's been up for a long time already, man. Right, and I you know you hope as a reliever. I did it. I had to stand there. You 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 adjust, and once you get out there, you're back in the flow after your warm up pitches. And you, and you throw a few pitches every once in a while when you're getting ready after you're warm, but he just did not look right. And that confidence wise going into it. And the one positive thing that we, we haven't talked about is Jansen came in and, yep. and shut it down, which, you know, punching out a couple guys, the Dodger front office, Dave uh, have to at least go that we like, we like what we see. Cause that that's going to be a big key down the, uh, down the stretch with, with the games. Hey, not just Jansen. When you look at the pitch counts of our relievers, when you take uh, uh, Kelly's 22 pitches and only nine strikes off the table, uh, Urias, 12 of 15. Awesome. Choleric, three of six. Maeda, five pitches. His inning was awesome. His inning was just an eight. Three through five pitches, three strikes. Jansen, nine pitches, eight strikes. He was one pitch for an immaculate inning, actually. I can't remember if the guy fouled it off or whatever, grounded out, but... Uh, yeah, the the relievers look good. 
Yeah. And that's, we, we've talked about it and we've probably talked about it too much, but that's, what's going to be the difference. You know, the Dodgers are going to score, you know, with everybody and, and their high powered offense, you hope they score at least, but the, the bullpen is what's going to make the difference. And if those guys are pitching the way that they have, I, I like the Dodgers chances. We need Kelly not to have one of those innings because, yeah. you know, I'm sure he's going to, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be in closer games. And, and I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to err on the, on the fact that he sat down there for 35 minutes with well, the mindset the change in that 35 minutes from, I got a well, hold here, right? To I'm up by six or something. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, you, you're, you're kind of, your life's on the line when you're out there and there's no, you know, safety net in terms of you're in the playoffs. You got to sure. attack the strike zone. I, I would have been pipe, piping his 99 mile an hour fastball in there left yeah. and right and just Beat make me. him square it up. It's not, <laughs> and it's not like it's a straight fastball. It's a fastball no. that's got tons of movement on it and dive. So I would have been doing that. And that's, that could be a thing. You just get in the mode where, you know, you're just sticking with game plan in terms of, you know, this hitter can't handle this pitch or, or susceptible to this pitch. And sometimes you just got to throw that out the book and go, listen, we got to, we got a six run lead or eight, you know, seven yeah. run lead. Let's just attack and make them get, you know, eight base hits in a row to score runs. Yeah. So, Hey, um, I also like to see Jock Peterson kind of get going again today, but I wanted to ask you a question about uh, something Heath Bell said on the show, which again, for a non-player, I think I've heard of this, but I didn't realize it was so common. He said, I was told to go up there and not swing. Uh, at an at bat, and Ryu clearly has been told that. Like he's not even pretending like he's going to try and swing. So how does that work? Are you in a play? I totally get it in a playoff game. We don't want you on base. We don't want you running. We don't want you tired. So my thought wasn't because he hit a home run two weeks ago, right? And he he hit one off the top of the wall about a month ago in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So and when there's when there's a hitting situation, he's going to hit, right? I mean, they're going to let him go if he's if he can get some RBIs, right? I mean, tell me tell me the pro the thought you process. Ha you have yeah you. You have to let him hit if it's a situation where he can drive a run in. Um, you know, I I don't know if that's a personal thing or if that's coming from the bench. Um, there weren't very many times where I was told not to swing the bat. Yeah, so, you love to hit. I know. Uh, don't. Yeah, I, I think it. Well, yeah, no, I love to hit, and and I don't know. I I guess they're trying to save his legs. Crucial crucial game situation like that where you don't want him on base getting tired, but. There's ways around that too. You, you become, you know, station to station, one base at a time if you get on base. But, you know, I, I'd be interested to know really, you know, the back end of it. Did they tell him not to swing? But that's because what it, he, Go ahead. No, because he can swing the stick a little bit. Well, and what, I don't remember if it was yesterday. I watched so many games. I can't remember if it was yesterday or last week. But they didn't want him hitting into a double play. So I remember they took the bat out of his hands because there was only one out. And we had first and third. I want to say maybe that was the other day. But uh, or maybe that was Bueller I'm thinking of. But in any case, I ever since he said that, I've paid more attention to is this guy even going to try and swing? Well, I think with Heath, uh, the only difference is some of the bullpen guys, the closers, yeah. <laughs> they 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 don't take batting practice. Yeah, like as starters, we took batting practice all the time. So you talk about using slightly different muscles when you're hitting, and you don't want to pull something or you know. Heath, Heath is a good athlete. He's got, he can, he can crush a little bit. So I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'll try to do some, some, uh, 
recon on that and find out. Yeah, what it'd be interesting was. to know because Ryu's first at bats, there was no, he wasn't swinging. Period. It was really clear to me. Like, and you could see him just kind of hoping for a walk. I like that he runs the pitch count up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you, you make the make the pitcher throw. Sometimes I tell you what, sometimes it's not easy to throw three straight strikes down the middle. I you, yeah. You t- and <laughs> when, sometimes I'll tell you what. As, sometimes when you're on the mound and you know somebody's not swinging, it's it's there's a mind there's a mind like. <laughs> Thing that goes on where you're like i know this guy's not swinging i gotta yeah. pipe this right down the middle and it's not that easy when people say that, that's my biggest pet peeve it, it, when, when i was growing up or or even when i coach the kids when people say hey just throw strikes well what do you think i'm trying to do out there i'm yeah. trying to throw strikes yeah. like you know i try to never say that to the kids that i'm coaching hey just throw strikes yeah because it's not that easy it's not that easy all the time so on that note i mentioned before we started taping i i heard the catcher uh the second catcher i think his name's gomes from washington after the game really kind of compliment the dodgers and the whole story was about corbin and how corbin um you know got two outs and then gave up six runs with two outs and his quote was, we were trying to go out of the zone when we got ahead and they weren't chasing like they were in game one. And they just really were patient. And and I remember texting you guys during game one going, the book on this guy is don't chase him out of the zone, right? So what, what were your thoughts on that? I, I remember going, man, I can't believe the guy actually said that to the media because we know that's the strategy. But he's basically saying we're going to pitch you out of the zone with two strikes. You don't believe quite believe that, do you? Well, a I, 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 couple different things. Uh, I think he's protecting Corbin a little bit, um, like a good catcher should, saying, hey, this is our, you know, the reason he was out of the zone was that's what we we're trying to do. Um, you know, yeah, when you get ahead of the count, as you build a count, as you get strikes – you try to expand. You try to get batters to chase. And that guy was tight yesterday, man. You had to earn your strikes, right? Yeah, he wasn't tight up in the zone. He gave a lot of balls up in the zone, um, which which I was surprised about. But, yeah, down at the bottom of the zone, he was he was, he was pretty consistent and, and didn't give a real low strike. Um, he gave that one to Seager uh, late in the game that was uh, I thought was painted. Couldn't have thrown a better pitch. But, yeah, so – yeah, you try to expand the zone. You try to you try to get guys to chase, but as the count evens out and you get two two, and stuff like that, you got to try to get more of the plate because you, you don't want you don't want to fall in the situation where you go three two to guys and then it's it's a pitch that you have to come into the zone, which we saw Corbin have to do, and guys guys were ready for it, and, and you know he had such he had opportunities to punch guys out and, and just couldn't get the job done. But you know, hats off to Gomes for for trying to take a little bit of the heat off him because I, I know there's there's always going to be criticism with like, hey, you're not throwing strikes. and and But that's Corbin's game. He doesn't throw a slider for strikes a ton. And, and you know, maybe it's hats off. You say hats off to the Dodger hitters for, for taking those pitches. Those are hard pitches to lay off. The, the amount of time you have to decide whether to, to swing and, and, and have sure. a great slider like Corbin has to be able to say, I'm not, you know, you're recognizing it that quick that it's down in the zone. I mean, that's just good hitting. Yeah, and there were a couple, man, at Russell Martin in particular. What was interesting his at is bat, his, at, his at bat was great. If so you're ever awesome. going to watch an at bat and just go, I mean, he laid off balls down. He laid off pitches up. I mean, that, that was a really good at bat. And, and I'm, I was happy for Russell because, like you said, he's been in the playoffs a ton. He hasn't done great. He's like three for 37 or something crazy like that. So in a situation, like I said, that could go down as one of the, the you know, crucial at bats um ever that was it was it was a fun night to watch that well and i will um i I reposted on i think it was my personal facebook account i'll get it on our our dodger dudes facebook too 
One of the things I love, and you guys, if you listen, know, is uh, grinders and the emotion of the moment. And when he slid into second, there was that kind of, uh, we had a buddy in, in high school, I remember, in the state, was CIF championship, which is our equivalent of the state championship, Dave Swearing. And when he slid in, he would come up and do the little Kirk Gibson thing. And, uh, and Russ did that second. You could just see the emotion of a 14-year veteran, how important that was to him. To, to get a big hit, to, to help his team, to be a part of the guys that not, you know, no, no veteran wants to be thought of as, oh, he's just the veteran catcher that's here to help mentors. Russ is a part of this team, and he proved it last night. Well, I, you can see the emotion. I've talked about, you know, the postseason and the playoffs. There's a whole different feel, a whole different vibe to when you – base hits in the first inning, people are excited. But, you know, because you're, you're playing for the ring. You know, it's not the regular season where you're trying to get to the playoffs. It's it's all or nothing in the postseason, and you see, see it, it's fun to see because you see guys almost like they're acting like they're they're 14 again. Well, you know? and, they're, and all doing the base coach. Did you see that? We're turning. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you see more guys out of the dugout on base hits, like jumping over the fence, running down the line with everyone, which you don't see during the regular season. No. So you can tell it means so much to the players and. You know, everyone, you become, like I said, it's almost, it reminds me of, of, of college where, where there's no money involved. You're just doing it for the love of it and trying to win a championship. And you almost revert back to that. So it's, it's a lot of fun to see. You know, tonight's going to be interesting too. Uh, you know, Rich Hill on the mound. So uh, is Kershaw the first, first reliever in tonight? Or what are your thoughts on Kersh coming out of the pen? I mean, in theory, He's in the bullpen the next two games, I would think, right? Because you're going to go back to Bueller for game five. I mean, common sense would say, yeah. Yeah, you're going back to Bueller for game five for sure. So, yeah, Kershaw might be available. It just depends how he feels. Um, you know, he's done it before and he's done well. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be all hands on deck because I don't know what they expect to get out of Hill after you know basically just two starts to end the season. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, so I this would, would be the equivalent of pitching one day early for Kirsch. So this is day four. Or so if he pitched uh, Friday, no, he pitched Friday. So Saturday off, Sunday off, Monday off. Uh, today's Tuesday. So in theory, if they were starting rotation, he'd be ready to go tomorrow. Yeah, right? which yeah, and and he would he would be ready to go today. Um, yeah. he 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 didn't throw a bullpen. Like when you come to the playoffs, if you if you know you may get into a game as a reliever you're not going down there to throw the bullpen you're doing your little flat ground like we had talked about yeah you know in the years past just to get a little bit of work in but yeah you you're you know it's 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 playoff time so you're ready to go and kershaw's pitched good out of the bullpen he pitched good out of the bullpen the last couple yeah. years so i'm sure the dodgers are not gonna you know think twice about using them if they have to use them and you know, they used a few guys but and there again like so you have a day off after this to, tomorrow for sure yeah. um and you have some guys that haven't thrown. So you got Urias who, you know, those guys should be able to go back to back days. Yeah. And they've been hot. The Maedas and the Uruses, they've Choleric, been pitching well. Man. Yeah, and Choleric. So you like, you know, I think it's a, if it's a situation where Hill's in the third inning and you gotta bridge the gap for two or three innings, then maybe you go to Kershaw. But if Hill can give you, you know, this is I think maybe stretching, but give you four or five innings and you can you know, you only got to finish up four more innings for the game, then it might be a different situation. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he got into the fifth. I just the, the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think so. Either. I think if we can get four out of them, that that means we're doing well, uh, in my estimation. So, 
Uh, man, I am so excited, Brett. And we're, we're going to wrap this show up here in a second. I'm just pumped because playoff baseball, there is nothing better for me. Uh, guys, we were only halfway through the game, and it felt like we'd been you know, down by two for two hours. But it's <laughs> Dodger baseball, and we, and we hit the ball. And it, it's just awesome to watch. It was fun to watch. And, and I'm going to go on the record like I did. From, from the get-go, I said Dodgers in four, and we lose either game two or three. And I'm going to stick with that and say we're going to be in a, in a three-run or less game till the seventh inning tonight, and then the Dodgers are going to put it away when we get to their bullpen. And, and I'm, I'm hopeful for that, but my gut also tells me that we're riding some high momentum. And as you said, we, we don't want to take this back to L.A. right now. Right. I'll I tell you what, uh, I think I said eight to seven yesterday. Um, I almost got the eight part right. Dodgers threw up 10. So <laughs> feel, I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty accomplished. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. If Hill, if Hill can do what he's done the last couple starts and, you know, just kind of get back to where he's at, Scherzer's tough. You know, he's, he's he, you know, he can shut a team down. I, I still think it's going to be in that mid – like five run range, five, six runs. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but you know, I, I'd like to see like a six, four game. As long as the six is. Free. Yeah. As long as the six is the, I see, I didn't <laughs> say that, but <laughs> I did read a story last week. It was an interesting story that said the Dodgers are the best uh, fastball hitting team in baseball. And, and the story was about the, the hundred mile an hour pitchers really like they were saying they they broke down all the stats of the teams that hit the fireballers and the Dodgers scored really well. So well, that's not, that's not, that's not comforting knowing that Scherzer, Scherzer <laughs> and Strasburg is like main pitches are sliders and curveballs. So, <laughs> so bring the heat. I'm sure they may, maybe they've read that article too. <laughs> well, let's see if Joe Kelly can get back on track too. Cause I know one thing about doc is when a guy has a bad day, he usually rolls him right back out there and I have total confidence in Joe Kelly. So, Hey, Guys, we're the Dodger dudes. We believe in the Dodgers. Let's bring it home tonight. We'll be tweeting during the game tonight at, or this afternoon. It's at 3.40. So, uh, hey, man, everybody's going to get the uh, the flu at about 3 o'clock today and ask to go home <laughs> early from work. So uh, look for us on Twitter today during the game. Brett, thanks for that insight. Game Bye. four. Let's go get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Dodger Dudes Show with the former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and Josh the Duker Luke. Whether you're at the stadium, on your couch, or at work, don't forget to interact with the hosts on social media at the Dodger Dudes on Twitter and Facebook. That's the Dodger Dudes on both Twitter and Facebook. Check out other SoCal sports podcasts at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Now go vote on our Twitter and Facebook fan poll and tune in again soon. Game on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.